This podcast brought to you by Moses Family Jerky and Moses Family Coffee. Now, I think we all know we've had those nights where we've just stayed up a little too long out there looking for that thing we thought might have been a UFO, could have been a shooting star, but I'm going to stay up six hours to make sure. When you're going to stay up that long, you need the right fuel. So head on over to Moses Family Jerky, Moses Family Coffee, and use our special promo code CREEPY10 and get 10% off your order now. So remember, Moses Family Jerky, Moses Family Coffee, Creepy 10, and get 10% off your order today. Mm. Creepy Campfire. <laughs> I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. <laughs> um, his balls wasn't feeling right. Freak out! That's not reassuring. Get freaked out. See, so these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Oh, yeah! Oh, Jordan, we got something in the Creepy Campfire files this week. It's our first, I believe. I, You know, well, we've had some small ones. We have had some small ones. So we've definitely had people reach out. We had our, you know, we had our friend Jeff that sent in a full-blown interview. Mm -hmm. So we have had, this is our second then, I believe. So we had, so we had a, a listener email us in, said he's had a few experiences of his own. He did request to stay anonymous, so we're going to do that for him. But uh, he gave us his location in a, an area, a building specifically, that is uh, filled with the hauntings, apparently. And it's something I think only the locals really know about. And that's why I was so like amped about being able to do this, because I'm like, finally... This is why we do the podcast, yeah. to hear stories that you would only know about if you were in the area. Like another urban myth. Yeah, but yeah. like real good ones that mm-hmm. aren't just like saturated hookman stories that are everywhere. That are everywhere. So yeah. first off, uh, we're going to give you a little background on, on the building, and then we're going to get into the listener's um, experiences and feelings and things about it. His interview. Exactly. So go on ahead, Jordan. All right. So we're taking a look at the Collar Grand, Grand Hotel. Uh, it has a rich tradition and history in Rochester, beginning with the Mayo Brothers. The Mayo Brothers wanted to build their hospital in Rochester, Minnesota. Being a small country town, though, um, Rochester at first could not offer enough places for patients and hospital workers to stay, creating a demand for real estate development in the hospitality field. As a beginning effort, the Mayo Brothers asked John Collar of the Collar Corporation, formed in 1917, to build them a hotel slash hospital to be the starting home of this grand medical vision to offer care to people. Which I've never heard of a hotel slash hotel hospital. Yeah, I mean I've yeah I mean I feel like that's just uh you go from the hospital over to what do you call it that um spas? No, oh man, there's hotels. What spas. are the no? What are like the places you go to die? <laughs> What? The like the resting homes, like the convalescent homes or whatever. What am I thinking? Uh, I don't know. What do you call them? I don't know, but oh I... <laughs> man, I just never heard of a hotel and a hospital put together. It makes sense though if you're there visiting a sick relative, you don't have to go far. You can just book a room. That's true. I mean, if you need to visit, I mean, visiting hours are over. You can come back in the morning. Just come downstairs. Yeah, just go sleep and come back. It's a bread and breakfast as well. We'll have a bread and breakfast. Bread and breakfast. (laughs) Bread is excluded from breakfast, but will be part of it. It's on the side, but it'll be included in your. uh... No, it's just your mattress. Your mattress is just a stack of bread. Shut up. It's soft. I don't know. It is soft. Just don't get the one with the seeds in it. (laughs) 
Oh, what if like, oh, you booked the the wheat room tonight? No, excuse room. me, sir. I booked the seven grain room. Excuse me. It's all about the pumpernickel room, okay? Pumpernickel sweet. That would be a sweet. Oh man, my wife is going to enjoy that pun. <laughs> so now we'll get into the account, uh, the the information sent to us by the by this listener. And thank you again. And if anybody else wants to do this, um, feel free. We love this stuff. This is why we made the podcast. Um, just hit us up at creepycampfirepodcast at gmail dot com, or you can also <laughs> um, hit us up at on one of on. Um, Instagram mm-hmm. at Creepy Campfire Podcast, mm-hmm. and now we also have a Patreon, so slash Creepy Campfire Podcast, place where you can go to show some love and support if you feel. Absolutely, we cannot appreciate it enough. So, if you want to reach out to us, give us your stories, just like this gentleman did. Cannot appreciate it enough. They will be. Um, that's what we're trying to do. These littlers, uh, extra episodes for is some of the Patreon content for mm-hmm. people who want to give. Who want to go the extra mile, I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So we got the Collar Hotel. We are looking slash at... Slash Hospital. Slash Hospital. Uh, it was Which div- eventually, also, we just glossed over that, became the Mayo Clinic. No big deal. Just one of the more most foremost hospitals in the country, in the world, really. True. Like, no big deal. Formed in 1917. What? When, when do we start seeing some... Activity Some that activity. I'm not. I don't know the specs on that for sure, but okay. let's 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 see what this gentleman gentleman has for us. He's got some info. He has some info. Before we uh, he started his email, he wanted to let us know that um, he works for a private security company um, in Minnesota. I tried to leave that very vague to not give out any details because I totally understand his reasoning. Mm-hmm. I have. Uh, he's like I have seen enough and have lived in enough houses that it wasn't uncommon to see things that are unexplainable. Um, he says he doesn't get worked up very much, which makes sense if you have to be um, a, a security guard. you got to have a cool head. A security guard. That's not derogatory, right? I feel like Security guard? Yeah, I feel like security guards just get made fun of so much that uh, just saying the name makes... Well, we're not saying in a derogatory way. So Absolutely know. not. I'm trying not to offend the guy. I would say uh, it's easier to say... Security guard than private security or whatever. Private right, security, right. I suppose. It works. All right. So in his work as a security guard, I would hope it wouldn't <laughs> take much to get him, or it would take a lot to get him worked up. Mm-hmm. But so he's seen some freaky things. And he says, uh, and seeing these so often, he doesn't really get worked up unless it's a presence that he kind of feels a malicious intent from. And then we asked him a few questions. We asked him a few questions such as um, the legends behind the hotel. Uh, what has he seen while being there? Uh, we also asked him... Did you feel anything emotionally during the experience or before the experience influenced it? Uh, we asked him, did anything un- seem unusual about the environment while he was in it? Uh, do you think there could have been anything else that could have been happening to explain these experiences? So just a few questions, both to kind of get a good context of the environment and situation. Yeah, get the story and his his touch on the story at the same time. Right. Right. So he says that um, as it, and when it was originally the half hotel, half hospital, the lower portion, which was the hospital, had a functioning surgery room and morgue. Uh, there was a woman who was there visiting the clinic who was entering one of the elevators and then never seen again. That was until her body was discovered quite a few years later during the remodel of the place. 
I'm assuming hmm. when they changed it to a full hotel, but I, I don't know for sure. But just knowing that that full happened. Hot- full hotel or full hospital? Full hotel, because the hotel is still there today. The clinic has a new facility. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, this woman goes in the elevator, disappears. You don't find her later until the remodel. You find her so I don't know if that means she was in a wall. I don't know if she was in the elevator shaft. Yeah, I don't know, but it was, must have been smelly. Mm. Poor lady. Um, so this woman mm. was found there. Um, the lady that went missing was wealthy. Um, she had inherited a candy company in Chicago. This lady loved horse racings and gambling a bit. Quite a bit. I like horse racing myself. Not so much on the gambling part. We only do the derby party here every year. Only derby party every year. Kentucky Pride. That's right. However, there are rooms that are reportedly haunted as well. However, no one has really said anything to the staff about it, but they've made claims to others. I'm assuming not wanting to be that nut job that goes to the front counter like, Hey, uh... Yeah, 209, uh, I wouldn't, just, just board that up, just board that up. <laughs> Don't go in there anymore. So, uh, for his personal experience, he says he has heard disembodied voices. Sometimes he would even hear screams. Oh. He's also seen shadows around where the morgue was. He says, I've also seen the elevator the lady got on the last time that she was there go up and down the ni- um, go up and down during the night between the lobby and in the floor that her room was on. And it would just travel up and down, up and down, up and down. On its own. We got a little Tower of Terror situation going on? Not feeling that. What's going on? Not Tower of Terror anymore, by the way. What do you mean? It's not Tower of Terror. It's the, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Still Tower of Terror over at Disney World. There's still one in existence. Oh, for real? I will call it Tower of Terror. Respect. I mean, don't get me wrong. Okay, we're big Disney fans if you have not Huge. figured that out yet by the podcast. Didn't I tell you that about that? We went to Tower of Terror over there, and we were disappointed because it's a shorter ride. Look, don't you say anything bad about that, because Disneyland might pay for us to go there one day. I love that ride. I do love it. But, <laughs> but I we, We're big Tower of Terror fans. In California, they changed it to Guardians of the Galaxy, which is great, it's and great. I love the movies, and they did a very good job with it. We just like the original, man. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, we're, we digress. We digress. Yeah. Tower of Terror feels okay. So this lady's... Um, going to her room in the middle of the night. Yeah. Her ghost is potentially. And back and forth, apparently. She must keep forgetting her snacks in the yeah. lobby. But Or her body. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so he says emotionally he was fine. Um, he wanted to try to find a reason before he could say this place was haunted. Um, everything started slowly before he started hearing the screams and seeing the shadows. Um, and that's when it started really creeping him out. So nothing seemed unusual other than hearing the voices and screams and then seeing the shadows like, duh. Yeah. Which I I understand how, how when things like that are going on, like that would be all you're focusing on. Mm -hmm. I was just curious because you know, you hear a story sometimes where they're experiencing something weird, seeing something weird, but the environment seems to like it. And it's kind of like cloudy, like in a bar or it, there seems to be a little bit of a shift mm-hmm. sometime, in some stories. So that's why I was just curious. And some people think that like ghosts are a um, not so much the afterlife, but like a blending of dimensions. And you're like barely seeing through a translucent a lens. Thin veil. Yeah, the other side. Yeah. So that's why I was just kind of curious. So he says he's heard many of other people's stories, such as the security guards who have also heard voices and seen these shadows as well. 
Overnight workers watch the elevator go up and down regularly throughout most nights. So it happens all the time. Hmm. And I didn't even think about, well, I didn't know what his profession was prior to, to this. Uh, and I was like, oh my goodness, security guards, they're the perfect people to have ghost stories because they're at places by themselves at night. They have to stick around those places. Yeah. And they're like the only one there. Mm-hmm. So while credibility-wise, it's hard, well, unless there's cameras, it's hard to, to, to give anything to them. It's like you're, I feel like less people, activity is more likely to happen. Mm-hmm. You're the only one there, so you're just walking around literally looking for stuff. Yeah, so you're the center of attention. It's like the best pro-con ever. Mm-hmm. Got it all to myself. <laughs> yeah. So he says this is a story that's often ter- uh, often told to kids. Um, around the campfire, which is perfect for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty common story known around the Chicago area, but not known to us before this. So he said there's nothing really that could be causing these things to happen. He's tried to think of ways, you know, why he'd be seeing these shadows, why he'd be hearing these voices. Um, he says, though, on one hand, you're actually exper- experiencing these things and then feel like, yeah, it might be in my head, but then there's no way it could be in my head. You know, when you're trying to do that self-doubt, like, mm-hmm. I mean, we've all done it. Like, well, especially just... when you got other people doing it, too. Yeah, exactly. It's but I mean, the same thing. I've had moments where it's like, oh, did somebody say my name? And you stop for a minute, and like, no, nobody said my name. But if you heard screaming, I don't think, I don't think that's in your head. Uh, I'll give you, I'll give you some credit on that one. Yeah. Yeah. How loud was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't seem right so he did say um hearing the voices in the shadows seems to also happen in the subway that's that's near the place okay or in the place i'm not really quite sure Um, but he did mention a subway and he said that's where um, he's also heard voices and seen shadows Um, but he says the subway is also completely closed at night Uh, so that eliminates you know the likelihood of there being more and more people in there to cause these things Uh, he does say to drown out the voices they do play music in the subway and that can sometimes mess with what you're hearing. So I, I don't know if they're just playing music or if they're playing music to drown out the voices that, you, that like, that would be crazy to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a lot of ghost voices down there. Just, just pump some music. We keep hearing stuff down there. Let's lighten the mood. What would you, what would you play to lighten that mood, Jordan? I don't know. I'd probably start with some Portugal, the man. <laughs> uh, and then I would get real weird with it. Let's throw some, um, we'll do a real risque Prince song. We'll go over to, let's see, what else we got? Come on, give me something. Give me something. What are we going to play for these ghosties? Get them calmed down. I mean... Besides, well, I mean, because Prince might get I, in the I mood. I just want to play some Misfits. Some Misfits? Ooh, that might... I just think it's, it's, it's it fits the theme. It's high energy. I, I like it. I don't know. <laughs> Ghost parties. They make songs about old horror movies. Right? Yeah. R138. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, I'll just play some super old timey music and make it even more creepy. Oh, just a record on like three four speed. Uh-huh. Or like one that keeps like uh like hitting a certain spot and then then repeating. Those are my that one's my favorite. <laughs> oh, god. Uh, anybody who's seen the strangers knows exactly what I'm talking about. Never will. Never will. Ooh, that's the best. I just refuse to put myself through that. I don't feel the need. Like, if I know, why, why do I want to put myself through that? That's a scary movie. That is a scary movie. The first one is. I don't ever saw the second one. I don't know if I ever will. So, Jordan, other uh, than how grateful we are that we even had this sent in, yeah, I've done a lot of jabbering 
relaying his message. This is what we do. <laughs> Listener, I hope I did a good job relaying that, by the way. I I should say so. How do you how do you feel about the events, things that happened and and what the goings on at, at this hotel? Um I feel like as soon as you expand a ho- like a hospital into anything other than what it's supposed to be or like you got a morgue in the same spot and you got a hotel on top of it and then you got a subway underneath it all you got a lot of stuff going on yeah a lot of potential for uh i don't know i mean people are dying there like it doesn't really talk about any like super crazy deaths or anything just like this one lady being just somebody disappearing elevator, in disappearing an in the wall yeah i mean so if she's with the foundation then she's a little part of everything and she's she's gonna haunt your ass <laughs> trying to say this is a monster house situation maybe i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i've uh, we've heard weirder things stranger things i would say um voices pretty much throughout screams every now and again and then I'd like to, I'm wondering like how, I mean, he's, he says shadows, but I'd like to know like, how close did you get? How, what, what'd you see specifically? Are you talking about like, was it just like a, a blob or how much of a figure did it have? Yeah. Well, talking to shadow I, people. Mm-hmm. You want to know about the shadow people? I'm trying to figure out what all, like how, how vivid. Yeah. I need a picture. But, um, yeah, that'd be scary. I wouldn't want to work there <laughs> anymore. I just want to see the elevator thing happen. Watch oh. it go up and down without yeah. anybody in it. And then yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm immediately leaving now, but mm-hmm. that happened. Deuces. Yeah, I believe you. We're good. I'm going to hightail it out of here. Yeah. yeah. What floor? Wait, what floor did that stop on? Okay, I want the room three floors above that one. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. You said that was a ghost? No, I won't be staying here. <laughs> All right, all right. I think that does it for this edition of the Creepy Campfire Files. The Creepy Campfire Files. Mm-hmm. The files. The yeah. Fi- yeah. <laughs> the CC files. The, 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 CC, the CC files? Yeah, because okay. I mean, they come in through the email anyway. Creepy Campfire CC. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I pitched this on, like, the first episode. But, uh, yeah, the CC files. CC files. So, this will also be featuring on our Patreon and if you enjoyed this, go hop on over to our Patreon, send in your stories too, um, and let us know what else you want to hear on the Patreon. You're paying for it. We want to give you guys what you're paying for. So hop on over there. This is going to be over there and other things like this. So we can't wait for it. We can't wait to talk to you guys. So until then, everybody. Please just send it in. Yeah. Jordan, where can they send that in to? Uh, creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. And where else now? Wow, we got an Instagram up now. What's our handle? We got the Creepy Campfire Podcast, man. All right. I wasn't playing right. around with that. We got that shit on lock. <laughs> all right. We're, uh, we're we're contemplating a Facebook, but that's a ways away. We're trying to get the Instagram up and going. Yeah, we're keeping it simple. Just, yeah. just sticking with the Facebook. Or, a little bit of social Instagram. media. A little bit of social media at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And if you guys want, um, we, we also have merch. Uh, we have a Creepy Campfire Podcast logo on just about anything you want to print it on over at Spreadshirt.com. If you're trying to find our store, just, uh, just Google Spreadshirt. Um, and Creepy Campfire Podcast, our store will pop up. If you have any problems trying to find it, just email me. I'll send you the link directly. Don't even worry about it. We got you. And in mentioning that, we're also going to do a drawing. So if you join our Instagram or our Patreon in the month of December, you are automatically 
put in for a drawing to win either a Creepy Campfire Podcast shirt or mug, whichever one you pick. All you got to do is follow us on Instagram or join their Patreon. And if you do both, you get entered in both drawings, so you get double the chance to win. That's times two. Times two. Is it over 9,000? Uh, not yet, I don't think, unfortunately, but we're oh, trying to get there. The day we get over 9,000. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All the memes. If you got that reference and you listen to our podcast, you're my best friend. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. All right. That's enough. <laughs> okay. So, um, first CC files in the books. In the bag. Let's put that back in the filing case. In the filing case. Filing case. In the filing cabinet. <laughs> Lock that away. And um, so, yeah, okay, so this is the first of a lot of big changes and things to come. We're looking forward to sharing it all with you, and we just appreciate you guys being a part of any and all of it. Yeah, and I know these these last two episodes, this one and the Urban Legends ones, have been a little shorter, uh, which, of course, if you guys have been long-term listeners now, we can say long-term listeners. How awesome is that? Yeah, it's uh, You know our Urban Legends ones are shorter. They're a little jokier. We don't do as much fact-finding. We just kind of have fun with some stories. Yeah. Um, in this one, you know, it's just a little bit of a promo of what things are going to be. So don't worry. Next week, hitting you with a full-length episode, and we got something special for you for Christmas. It's actually something locked away in the vault that we were meant for last Christmas. <laughs> so it's going to be out for this Christmas. And it's got one of our, our old guests that used to frequent the show, uh, my wife, Cassandra. means we have a better editing program now. <laughs> and now we're ready for it, guys. And now we're ready for we're it. We're getting there. Okay. All right. All right. So um, thank you guys once again for joining us tonight and all of these nights and um, and joining us around the campfire. But until next time, guys, stay, stay toasty. toasty.